Welcome to episode one of The Lake Show. I'm your host, Lauren A. Jones, better known as Lojo. This episode, I'll be exploring the lowdown on the Lakers chemistry, featuring exclusive interviews from Anthony Davis, Quinn Cook, and Jared Dudley. But first, I want you all to get to know me a little bit better. I grew up in Los Angeles as a huge Lakers fan. I went to USC where I studied sports broadcasting. When I graduated from SC, I made a few stops to some of the sports media juggernauts, Fox Sports and ESPN, to name a few. My love for hoops came from growing up around the AAU circuit. Shout out to Cal Supreme. My first real reporting experience came in 2012, when I became the first writer at the world-renowned Drew League. Since then, I've covered pretty much all of LA sports, from the Rams to the Chargers, USC women's and men's basketball. But I started out in the NBA covering the team I like to refer to now as the Lakers co-tenants. We won't mention them much on this pod until it's time for that third matchup. Describe the battle that you guys put on tonight. But now I'm the Lakers beat writer for the LA Sentinel. And in my second season, the Lakers sit atop the Western Conference with a record of 40 and 12. If you've been following the Lakers or the NBA at all this season, you know that this team is in true contention for a championship. And that begs the question what's the difference between this year than in recent years? Though it has much to do with having the two best players in the NBA sharing the court every night, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. I've determined that outside of pure talent, it comes down to one factor, chemistry. This chemistry began when Rob Palenka, Frank Vogel, LeBron, and AD carefully handcrafted this roster during the past offseason, from the starters to the end of the bench. They say defense wins championships, so I spoke with AD about setting the tone on that end of the court. How much pride do you take in setting the tone defensively for this team, just being a leader on that, that end? I take a lot of pride. Um, obviously, um, I know what I'm capable of, capable of uh, defensively, um, one through five, and I want to make sure that I'm able to set the tone defensively for these guys, you know, um, especially with the bigs. You know, Avery is also a great defender who um, takes pride and uh, you know on a, on a perimeter, but um, when we're all locked in defensively, you know we're an unbeatable team, and um, it starts. I feel like it starts with me. You know my energy is going um, on the defensive end, blocking shots, um, you know talking and things like that. Kind of get the rest of the team going, which helps us on the on the defensive end. Currently, the Lakers have the number two defense in the league, behind only the Milwaukee Bucks. The Brow mentioned Avery Bradley, who's been playing extremely well for the team in the past few games. On the offensive side of the ball, the Lakers have heavily relied on AD and LeBron as expected. But there are also some role players who have had a positive effect on the Lakers' chemistry both on and off the court. One of them being one of the younger players on the team who brings that youthful energy and rawness. That's NBA champion and DMV native Quinn Cook. As many Laker fans know, Cook and James have history. Quinn was LeBron's rookie in Cleveland. Uh, well, I've had a relationship like, with Bron since I was in high school, so it didn't matter if I was in the D-League or overseas or NBA. I think he's always supported me the same. So uh, he was coming to my games. Um, he, was my, he was my vet. I was his rook. 
LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. And uh, he'll come watch me play when I was down there a lot, just always check on me and stuff. And, you know, when I went, you know, other teams, he always just was that big brother figure for me um, ever since I was in high school. So. What is it like now playing, not just alongside him, but just for the Lakers and what this organization is kind of like compared to some of the other teams you played for? Uh, it's great because, uh, you know, I'm on a team with guys that I grew up idolizing and grew up watching. I um, grew up competing against, competing with. So uh, it's a fun dynamic. And for me just to, you know, learn as much as possible, I want to be um, like half, like all these vets in our locker room. So I just want to learn as much as possible. As for someone on the Lakers bench who spent more than a few years in the NBA, Jared Dudley echoed those sentiments loud and clear. After the Lakers win against the Cavaliers, Dudley admitted, Best chemistry I've had on the team, obviously. I think the other <clears throat> team I had with the Suns, I think it was 010 when we went to Western Conference Finals. Started with LeBron, summertime, going to Vegas, us hanging out half play, half work, you know, and it's for us to get to know each other. And then I think winning had a, a huge to do it. Credit Frank Vogel and their staff of a staff all coming in different parts and defining roles and AD and LeBron leading. And then we're having fun, man. I think we actually genuinely like each other. We've had no beefs or hiccups, and that's very unique even for even for good teams. And so it's still early in the year, and we went through adversity with a four-game losing streak, AD missed, LeBron missed. And in the locker room, I can be a testament of telling you it didn't change. And that's when you lose three or four, and people you know, might want to play more, might, you know, Hey, I don't know. I don't know if coach is doing this right. And we all stood, stood, you know, uh, even kill. No one got too high. No one got too low. And here we are. Quinn also told me that he thinks the Lakers bond started in the midst of one of the most controversial moments all season. Well, really before the season. Just what's the team chemistry like? Uh, you know, LeBron, AD, everybody's been talking about how you guys are really friends, you know, off the yeah, court. And what, what? It's, it's, it's a unique dynamic. Um, just like we really, um, you know, from 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 one to seventeen, you know, we're all tight, we're all close. You know, we all just get along, and it's genuine. It's not forced, and it's not just um, on the court or in a locker room. It's like on the buses, planes. Like we go out to dinner together. We just, you know, just we're, it's a close knit. It's a close knit group. Any one example that stands out to you of like just a memory that you're always going to stick with you? I mean, we only <laughs> <laughs> laughing at Rondo all day is one. But uh, you know, one thing that really sticks out in my mind is the China trip. Um, you know, I've been to China before a couple times, and uh, you know, most of the time you sleeping, you know, you watching your movie, you know, you doing your own thing. But you know, both rides back, like we all was like together, like playing cards, you know, joking, playing video games, like we all the whole flight. Like God took a nap for a little bit, but like literally everybody was together, just you know, building on the flight, and that's something that's. That, that sticks out to me. Something that sticks out to me is that just a year ago, during this very time, is when the Lakers' locker room seemed to take a turn for the worst. It was right after the NBA trade deadline, and so much had transpired in the Lakers' attempt to trade for AD. From that point on, it was a sort of stench in the air. It reeked of dysfunction. And a rift between the young core in B.I., Zoe, and Hart, and the rest of the team. We've been talking about next year, and I'm sitting here saying, I'm not gonna be here. I'm not gonna be here. I'm not gonna be here. Fast forward to this NBA trade deadline, the Lakers front office elected to stay put. 
With the recent news about Darren Collison deciding not to come out of retirement and sign with the team, the Lakers' options are dwindling down for changing the current roster. There are still a few options available on the free agent and buyout market, but even if the team elects to remain status quo, it's a new day, Laker Nation. This team is having fun. They're playing football during warm-ups. Everyone has handshakes. They attend everybody's birthday parties and have each other's backs. Hopefully, that all results in the Lakers hanging up another championship banner in Staples Center. Thank you for listening to the first episode of The Lowdown on The Lake Show. Catch my exclusive coverage from All-Star Weekend in the Windy City Chi-Town. To stay up to date with your favorite viral vids, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lojo Media. I promise you won't regret it. You can also follow the podcast at The Lowdown Podcast on IG and Twitter. Please rate, follow, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you're feeling really generous, just leave a comment. I'll be back next Wednesday with a special tribute to the late Kobe Bean Bryant. Until then, stay safe.